former Buccaneers head coach has a new gig. There's a new potential replacement for Tom Brady entering the fold and what to do with Tampa Bay's expiring contract wide receivers and who could join that same group from the NFL's free agency pool in 2022. All of that on this episode of the Locks on Locked on Vlogs podcast. Let's go. You are Locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucks Nation? Welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hosted by me, James Yarko, and of course, my buddy, David Harrison. Both of us are writers for SB Nation's BucksNation.com. We are free and available on all platforms. Thank you for making this show your first listen or first watch every day. And when we're not here, you can find us on Twitter at JRCO underscore Bucks at DHarrison82 at Locked On Bucks and at Bucks underscore Nation. Like James said, we want to thank you for making the Locked On Bucks podcast first listen or your first view every single day. Today's episode brought to you by GetUpside. Download the free GetUpside app, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you'll get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank of gas using the GetUpside app. James, Lovey Smith, back in the news. Former Buccaneers legendary head coach Lovey Smith back in the news. Houston Texans deciding to Houston Texans all over their Houston Texans head coach search by hiring Lovey Smith to be the new head coach of the Houston Texans. Reaction. Enjoy your two years of frustration <laughs> and anger, Houston Texans fans, before you're doing this coaching search again. I feel like Jesse from Breaking Bad. Every time Lovey Smith gets another job, I'm just like, he can't keep getting away with this. How can you have the best beard and be the worst coach in yeah. all aspects? He torpedoes the Bucks. He torpedoes my beloved Illini. Now somehow he's a head coach again. I don't know. It's whatever. Best of, best of luck, Houston. You're good news. Chris Conte is probably getting back in the NFL now. So that's oh. that's the good side of this whole thing. Chris Conte, future starting safety of the Houston Texans. Listen, it is what it is. But moving on to uh, our next story here, Kyler Murray in the news because he, James, he deleted all of his social media connections to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and, of course, that always is going to get people's attention, right? But we're in the midst of talking about who potentially could replace Tom Brady as quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, so obviously Twitter was set ablaze with, well, this has to do with Kyler playing with Mike Evans and realizing – how awesome it would be to play with Mike Evans. The uh -huh. reality of the matter, at least as far as I understand it, is that Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals are in the midst of contract negotiations, and basically this is a sign that they're probably not going too well, and Kyler Murray is kind of showing the Arizona Cardinals, hey, I'm not messing around here. Like We either need to get this done, or you're basically going to alienate me to the point where I will leave uh, this franchise as soon as I can make my exit. So not officially official that Kyler Murray necessarily becoming available per se, but I mean, it's interesting Anytime you have these types of things happen, especially around a quarterback. Yeah, it's such a weird world in the NFL when when it's news, when an athlete unfollows teams or yeah. teammates. Or follows them. Or follows them on social media. Um, it is what it is. I'm, I don't see Kyler going anywhere. I don't think he's going to get traded. No. At, at worst, he'll play out his rookie deal and then enter free agency and get broken off that way. I don't view him as a legitimate or serious contender for replacing Tom Brady because I don't think he goes anywhere. I think this is all yeah. 
a whole lot of nothing. But I'm sure Kyler did enjoy throwing touchdowns to Mike Evans because Mike Evans saved him from an interception and also mm. having Ryan Jensen and uh, Ali Marpet blocking for him. But he absolutely, could, he I mean, over either one of them. Yeah, I'm with I'm, I'm with you, uh, which is why that Kyler Murray is here tucked into our first segment, nice and cozy, where he belongs because it, it it's not a major story right now, but still something to kind of keep an eye on sure. the NFL landscape. Even if he doesn't end up in Arizona, be a disgruntled quarterback. Uh, we've seen that around the NFL uh, more recently in others in other situations, other areas. Uh, the Arizona, well, Arizona hosting the Super Bowl next year, so interesting stuff there. But let's talk about guys, James, that actually have a more likely chance of playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2022. And that, of course, is wide receiver Rashad Perryman and wide receiver John Brown, two expiring contracts from the 2021 Buccaneers roster. We talked about Chris Godwin uh, at length yesterday. So now let's dive into Rashad Perryman and John Brown. What would you like? Neither of these guys are going to break the bank, right? What do you think, one, maybe each player is looking for, and two, what do you think the Buccaneers uh, should do per, uh, concerning these two veteran wide receivers? Uh, I think both of them are going to continue to look for an opportunity, right? Yeah, John Brown joined the the team's practice squad and then was elevated to the active roster in the postseason, uh, looking for an opportunity. He had been buried on on practice squads throughout the season, and same with Prashad Perryman. He had a great year with the Buccaneers in 2019. He leaves, uh, you know, things don't go quite as well. He shuffles around a little bit, finds his way back to Tampa. Uh, it won't surprise me at all if either of these guys are back with the team. Doesn't necessarily mean that they'll make the initial 53-man roster, but it's not going to surprise me in the least if both of these guys aren't at training camp with the Buccaneers, working with whoever the quarterback is, trying to fill out you know that wide receiver depth that we were kind of uh, falsely confident in heading into the 2021 season. We kept talking about how deep this wide receiver core was turned out that's not the case at all. You already had Justin Watson run off and be a trader and, and join the Kansas city chiefs. So he's no longer an option. Not that he was really an option to begin with in Tampa. Mm. He was constantly a, a game day inactive, but I think both of these guys are, are interested in staying with the Buccaneers. It, it's systems that they know systems that they have flourished in. It's just a matter of whether or not they can elevate their game to the point that they make the initial 53, but won't surprise me in the least if they're a training camp. Yeah, I mean, for Rashad Perryman, I think he's probably like the most likely to try to seek uh, employment elsewhere. But I mean, I don't know, man. Like if, I, if I'm if i in Rashad Perryman's inner circle, I'm kind of saying, dude, you already did that. Like you left the Bucks, you went to Detroit, it didn't go well, you came back to the Bucks, and then you started having more success. I think the universe is kind of trying to tell you, you're supposed to play football in Tampa, Florida. Like that's just how this is uh, supposed to go. So maybe stick that out. And then John Brown, I mean, look, he, he wasn't getting burned anywhere else until the Buccaneers brought him in. Uh, there for that postseason run, which you know he didn't get any snaps on either. But uh, yeah, no reason not to think that he might not be back. And as far as that wide receiver death, listen, I'm going to defend us a little bit because Scotty Miller, when he did get used again, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what the situation is. But when Scotty Miller got some reps and some opportunities again, he showed that he's a versatile weapon and should have been involved in the offense, I think, from the jump. Um, Tyler Johnson, we had no way of predicting that Tyler was going to, uh, I don't know, take advantage of his summer of freedom and come in heavy and come in slow and, and really not get too much better from that point forward. And then, I mean, James, one of the star receivers ran off the field naked from the waist up in the middle of a game. That they, These aren't things you should be able to anticipate as an analyst at, at any level. I don't care what network you're working for. So I'm going to give us a little bit of a buy on our depth charts uh, uh, situation there for 2021. I think that that's more than fair. And if, if anybody disagrees, by all means, please speak up. 
<laughs> All right, then. So we get that. We go ahead and get that by. Listen, Kyler Murray may not be coming to Tampa, at least not in 2022. And if I have my way ever. But you know what? If that situation heats up, you might find yourself with some prop bets available out there to figure out where Kyler Murray's going to go, where Russell Wilson might go. Some some more enticing rumors about him maybe landing in the nation's capital. Maybe, uh, James, maybe I do get to cover Russell Wilson. Just I'll be seeing him cook a little bit northern or north of Tampa, Florida, potentially. Either way, if you have any opinions on some of these prop bets out there, you can go to Bet Online because they have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as we get ready for the big game. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up to the info, up to the minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and your live real-time updated current casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of everything available for 2022. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, Bucks fans, James Yarko with an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. And I'm talking get upside. Our listeners earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free get upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code touchdown for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back don't pay full price at the pump anymore get cash back using get upside just download the app for free use promo code touchdown for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a year in cash back and there's no catch the cash back gets added right to your account you can cash out any time to your bank account your paypal account or you can redeem it for e-gift cards for places like amazon or other brands just download the free get upside app and use promo code touchdown to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank that's code touchdown thanks for making the logs on bus podcast your first listen or your first view of the day if you're joining us over on youtube it's super week brought to you by get upside there's no better place to get coverage of the big game then the Locked On NFL podcast, Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in Los Angeles. Not at all jealous of those guys. All week, they'll be there covering the big game. James, breaking down this wide receiver situation for 2022, just like we did the quarterback situation, we talked about the in-house options, specifically Chris Godwin. Obviously, he's the crown jewel uh, of that wide receiver group coming into free agency, and pretty much every team is making a reason or a justification on why they're, or every fan, rather, is making a justification why their team should go ahead and sign Chris Godwin if he does escape Florida. But let's look at what Chris Godwin is leaving or taking away rather from the Buccaneers if he does indeed leave. At the time that he was injured, Godwin was on pace for 119 catches, 1,340 yards of offense, and six touch- touchdowns. That is a lot. That's a lot of offense. And I mean, I think Bucks fans are kind of like, well, yeah, well, thanks for putting numbers what we already knew, that Chris Godwin is definitely one of the most important parts of this team. But the reality of the situation is he may be gone. So, James... Let's continue this conversation on the 2022 wide receiver group by looking at the available free agents as it stands now. Uh, Again, these guys could resign. They could be franchise tagged. But let's look for a replacement. And this is going to get a little interesting because I know my option is not necessarily a one-for-one replacement. So I think that's where I'm going to throw some people. I know I threw you a little bit as you continue to make faces about my choice. No, no, no. I was was taking a crying face about the prospect of Chris. (laughs) But let's first make you or talk about your choice to quote unquote replace uh, wide receiver Chris Godwin. Basically, what we're saying is this is the guy we want the Bucks to target in free agency if Chris decides to walk. Yeah, and I know I have your full support because this is why you and I have talked. He is who I was going to pick until you stole him until you pre stole him from me like Tom Cruise with his pre crimes. 
Okay. Well, I told you I had multiple options. So if that was yeah. your guy, you could have said Listen, something. You picked first. You picked first. You picked fair. It's it's fine. In doing research for for who I wanted to to talk about in this episode, I've learned the Jacksonville Jaguars just continue to have outstanding wide receivers, yet somehow their team always sucks. But I'm going with Allen Robinson. <laughs> uh, look, Allen Robinson is a phenomenal wide receiver. Started with Jacksonville, mm -hmm. spent the last four years in Chicago. Two out of those four years, he had over a thousand yards receiving, and that was with Mitchell Trubisky as his quarterback. He had a down year last year, a multitude of reasons. The offense was absolutely terrible. His quarterbacks were absolutely terrible in Dalton and Justin Fields. He only played 12 games last year. He he dealt with you know some injury and, and some things of that nature. He had a career low, low in targets outside of 2017 when he tore his ACL in the season opener. Only one season with double-digit touchdowns. Mm-hmm. All of that being said, Allen Robinson is one of those receivers that can do absolutely everything. You want to line up outside, he's going to line up outside. He can line up inside. He can go deep. He can go over the middle. He can do everything. He is a phenomenal receiver whose career has been hampered by absolutely atrocious quarterbacks everywhere he has gone. So bringing Allen Robinson to basically be the number two to Mike Evans I don't think this team would really miss a beat. Now, don't get me wrong. I prefer Chris Godwin. I want mm -hmm. Godwin to stay with the Bucs forever. But Allen Robinson coming in and, and replacing him on the roster, this is still a dynamic duo of wide receivers, and it you know the offense is going to look just as electric as it always did. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Al Robinson, you know, full disclosure, my number one choice as well. Like when we when we came up with this exercise and we decided, okay, tomorrow we'll each bring a guy and you'll bring a guy and we'll talk about it. I didn't even have to look at the list. I didn't have to do any research. Allen Robinson was the face and name Should've that popped said. right into my head. Shout out to Lauren Cox, host of the uh, Locked On Chicago Bears podcast, for doing an amazing video that was both entertaining but also heartbreakingly true. Uh, I think he titled it "Free Allen Robinson," kind of just about all the struggles he had dealt with, at least in Chicago. And all the, also, by the way, James, Lauren Cox, like six foot three, by the way, met him in Mobile this last week. Yeah, dude is tall. Not what I expected <laughs> when I saw Lauren Cox come sauntering up at the, in the stadium. Anyway, that's that's off topic. But yeah, um, so listen, if you can't go get a guy like Allen Robinson, honestly, Allen Robinson's the only what I would call, I guess, tier one you know, wide receiver out there. Uh, for one, I think you're going to get him a little bit cheaper just because he has had so many down years. And there's going to be some talk about is it really you or is the quarterbacks or is it kind of both and the injury is going to play a factory obviously obviously or going to play a factor obviously so I think you get him at a reasonable price but you know what after that I kind of looked at the list and I said behind Allen Robinson so if Godwin's gone Allen Robinson's not coming for whatever reason I want the Bucks to save some cash but I want them to save some cash and still get some production and maybe potentially invest through the draft in a, in a wide receiver. Maybe a guy like Traylon Burks slips down the board, or there's there's a couple other guys. You know I'm a huge fan now of Christian Watson, and maybe round three, round four, depending on how long he makes it. So my replacement, quote-unquote, because it's not a direct replacement, is wide receiver A.J. Green, the veteran, the super veteran, former Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver who leaves just in time for the Bengals to make a run to the Super Bowl. Uh, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver who may have apparently have just lost his quarterback, at, at least got unfollowed probably on the gram. Uh, by his quarterback. Look, and and this surprised you, and I'm sure there's some of our listeners and some of our viewers who are kind of going, David, what are you thinking? Like, you've had some bad takes, but this is one of your worst ones. Look, 
AJ Green with Kyler Murray in in a very much a run first offense because one Kyler Murray is kind of a run first quarterback as far as I'm concerned. And then they have their running backs, 54 catches, 887 yards, three touchdowns, 15.7 yards per reception. James, 15.7 yards per reception, which means he only needed 64 catches to eclipse a thousand yards. Think about how much less you're going to spend for AJ Green to get all to get that type of production possibly. I, you know, it doesn't copy paste obviously from one team to another, but you're talking about a more dynamic offense, one that emphasizes the pass more and potentially a veteran quarterback that in my opinion would probably be more adept or adept at using his weapons than a guy like Kyler Murray is hopefully playing uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And even if it's like say Kyle Trask, you have a veteran that this that this young quarterback can now lean on uh, in AJ Green. It allows the Buccaneers to fill that spot. And you know what? He doesn't necessarily have to be the number two guy in every formation. Maybe you get Scotty Miller out there a little bit. Hopefully Tyler Johnson comes in in better shape. Maybe you draft a guy uh, that comes out and starts to ball out in camp and maybe moves up the depth chart. But look at the Cincinnati Bengals. Look at the Los Angeles Rams. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Look at the Green Bay Packers. These are all teams that have made it to the upper echelons of the NFL tournament without having two top flight wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I love having them both. Love having Evans, love having Godwin. But the NFL has proven because of partially because of the rules that, that emphasize the passing game part of it to the emphasis of multiple receivers on the field. You don't have to have two superstar receivers in order to make a difference in the NFL. A.J. Green joining Mike Evans, your superstar, allows the Buccaneers to save a little bit of money, still bring that talent. Again, 15.7 yards per reception. All you need is 64 catches. You've eclipsed 1,000 yards receiving. And again, whatever young talent you're developing behind there, I think it would be a very savvy move. And A.J. might be interested because, again, if you bring in a veteran quarterback, this team is still looking like a playoff contender. I will forever love AJ Green for the fact that when the Bengals did a uh, practice at a local high school near me, he took my nephew to the side and talked to him for 10 minutes about being a wide receiver on his peewee team and gave him tips and tricks. AJ Green is one of the most genuinely wonderful human beings out there. Mm. I don't think he would bring to the Buccaneers what he brought to the Cardinals last year. Could be wrong, but... You could definitely see signs of of the slowing down and the aging and kind of the, you know, he's at the the bottom of that of that decline uh, where he maybe only has one or two years left uh, in the league. Now, real quick, but before we move on, David, you talked about the amount of money that the Buccaneers could save. Uh, I mentioned on yesterday's episode, Spotrac's market estimated market value for average annual value of contracts. Chris Godwin was at 18.1 million. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, 16.3 million. Yeah. AJ Green, 7 million. Yeah. And just because I enjoy the chaos that will ensue in the YouTube comments and on uh, the Twitter sphere, Odell Beckham Jr., mm. 13.3 million. Mm. Mm. I just, I'm just saying, Evans and Odell, that would be quite. Look, the, uh, Odell's another guy that everybody was saying maybe he's losing what he once had, younger than than AJ Green. Granted, but sure. again, I mean, listen, if you can get 15.7 yards per reception with Kyler stinking Murray as your quarterback, unless it's like Kyle Trask, like Kyle Trask, I have a little bit less confidence. But if it's Jimmy G, if it's if it's Deshaun, if it's Russ, if it's Rogers, if it's Derek Carr, if it's even if it's Blaine Gabbert, you can get 14 and a half from that. 
Yep. It'll be interesting to see what direction they go in. And there's no question if they go with your option, the Bucks can save some money. They can save some green with green, but all of our listeners can save time and money with some friends of ours. This episode, of course, is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You save time and money with Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or an auto dealership? Not only that, but Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low in the same for all customers. They have everything you can need from brake parts and tail lamps to motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Just write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks at dharrison82. All I'm saying, David, is I heard Matt Gay on the on the Pat McAfee show talking about he doesn't know where the media hears all of these horror stories about Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. because he's been like the best teammate he's ever had. Yeah. Just can't discount it. Hey, listen, I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it one bit. I just worry about the finances of it. And yeah. uh Tom's not there anymore. Although still that yet is- to say the word retire. So I mean, just saying. Just I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I exactly shout out Evan Klosky. I'm not saying, I'm just saying uh, that Russell Wilson throwing multiple interceptions in the Pro Bowl to drive down his trade price, uh, that's that's smart move. That is next-level thinking by Russell that Wilson. That is Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson commanding his own future. Stop it. <laughs> I am not going to do a show with you covering Blaine Gabbard or Kyle Trask as the starter while you get to cover Russell Wilson with – a team with a terrible name. That's <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the, the, the happy side of this conversation. What if Chris Godwin sticks around? Yes. What if he stays with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He Preach. resigns with them. He's, him. he's hanging out with Mike Evans again. Say he, it again. Chris Godwin is staying. <laughs> Speaking into existence, people let's go. <laughs> Who is the guy that the Buccaneers can go into free agency and say, this is going to be the the third musketeer to our trio here. This is going to be the curly to our Larry and Mo. Um, you, I go back to how many good wide receivers the Jacksonville Jaguars have or mm-hmm. have had. And while while we were setting up for this, I'm sitting over here singing. I'm like DJ Shark do 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 do, and I just did that for all the parents listening that are now going to have baby shark stuck in their head. Yeah. Do you know who I really like for this role? This number three guy is Laquan Treadwell. Mm-hmm. And when I started looking into this, I started looking at some of the parallels to another wide receiver that the Buccaneers had a lot of success with bringing in from the outside. That was also a former first-round pick that didn't really pan out. And it's somebody we talked about in segment one, and that's Brashad Perryman. So 
let's say Chris Godwin comes back, but Brashad Perryman doesn't. Laquan Treadwell in this offense could have a 2022 the way Brashad Perryman had a 2019. He's coming off of a career high in receiving yards. He had 434. That, that isn't a lot. But when Brashad Perryman joined the Buccaneers, his career high in receiving yards was 499. His career high in receptions was 33. So yeah. Treadwell's career, 11.4 yards per reception, you know, that it kind of not quite as much as your AJ Green, but an affordable option that is averaging double digit yards per reception. That's something that they can utilize. And this is a guy, again, he can line up on the outside, he can line up on the inside. He's not going to blow you away with his speed. He's a 4-6-40 guy. Perryman's like a sub 4-2, like super fast. Um, but the when you take a look at what Laquan Treadwell did in Minnesota, what he did in Jacksonville, putting his style of receiver into a Bruce Arians offense, I think could be a really formidable number three option for the Bucs. Yeah, I don't like it. But you know what? You're talking about a depth player and a former first round draft pick. I, I Listen, I wasn't that high on Laquan Treadwell coming out of college, so it, it's kind of hard for me to get excited about it. But the, the logic makes sense. I think that's the important thing. The logic makes sense. Um, so everybody calm down in the chat. My guy that I want to see the Buccaneers add if Chris Godwin comes back and not necessarily to be the number three, but just to be a part of the mix, right? I, I want to see creativity. You know, I love seeing mix up formations, guys lining up every which way. Uh, and, and James, the Buccaneers need help in the return game. And that's where this guy stands out. Okay. Look, he only had 24 catches in 2021. He only had 296 yards in 2021. He only had three touchdowns, but let me tell you something. Wide receiver DeAndre Carter of the former Washington football team stood out among the crowd, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Had a kick return for a touchdown during the season. In his career, James, has never had a punt return average for a season less than 8.4 yards. Uh, the Buccaneers had about 7.5 yards. So it's a full yard per punt on average. And listen, every yard counts, and it makes a difference that he's never – and then he's had three years or of uh, 22 yards on kickoff returns or more. Um, I can tell you right now, I have I did not see DeAndre Carter slip during a return near as much as I saw Jalen Darden slip. And before you get a look at those stats, for one, again, remember DeAndre Carter entering the 2021 season, an unknown commodity to a lot of people. I'll give a shout out uh, to my co-host Chris Russell of the Locked On Commanders podcast. He actually picked him out fairly early in the training camp preseason process, and DeAndre definitely flashed and showed some moments that made Chris look like a genius. Of those 296 yards in 2021, 126 of those yards and all three of his touchdowns came during Washington's four-game winning streak. So when Washington was making use of this kid, when they were they were, they were were getting Taylor Heineke to get him the ball and, and doing all those things and mixing him in there with Terry McLaurin and all those guys, the Washington offense was humming at a better clip. Now, just like everybody else, DeAndre obviously had some down moments. That's what happens when your team only has seven wins. But you bring him in, you mix him in there. With Scotty Miller, DeAndre can do more of the shorter and intermediate things that Scotty Miller ne can't necessarily or hasn't really shown so far in his his career. You mix him in there with Tyler Johnson. You mix him in there with third or fourth round draft pick Christian Watson. The Buccaneers are going to take. You know what? Throw AJ Green in there for good measure. We're going back to the Super Bowl. DeAndre Carter. Regardless, I honestly, even if Chris Allen doesn't come back, I would love to see DeAndre Carter join the Buccaneers if he doesn't go back to Washington. I think that's a good option. It's a good affordable option. It's going to force some competition. With Jalen Darden, maybe it teaches him to stay on his freaking feet. Somebody get that guy a pair of legitimate cleats. He's out there running in, in freaking bowling shoes. 
Um, I like that move. It, it's affordable. It could be productive in two of the three phases of the game. Um, I, I have no no qualms about that. I definitely like your if Chris stays pick more than you like mine, but I think you like my if Chris goes pick more than your own. So I would yes. say that, um, <laughs> yeah, we it, it all works. Let's bring both Allen Robinson, yes, and DeAndre Carter and yes. Chris Godwin, yes. Tyler Johnson, two third round picks and a first somewhere down the road for Derek Carr. Let's do this thing. Let's just make it happen. And uh, I don't know. A box of built bars just for good measure. Box of box of built bars. And uh, we'll send uh, Bradley Pinion for Terry McLaurin. Who says no? <laughs> <laughs> I love Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, David, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, I will be back tomorrow with Evan Klosky. He's going to give us his if Chris stays, if Chris goes free agent wide receiver picks. And we're going to start the transition over to the tight end position. And Evan and I are going to have the conversation about whether or not OJ Howard or Rob Gronkowski will be seen in pewter and red again next season. But we want to thank all of you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day, free and available on all platforms, but make your second listen, the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you want to weigh in on the wide receiver or tight end conversation, go ahead and give us a call at 813 for one check out everything david and i are doing over at bucksnation.com make sure you're following along on twitter at locked on bucks at jarco underscore bucks at d harrison 82 and at bucks underscore nation hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day stay safe stay healthy wash your hands be good to one another fire those cannons thank you so much for joining us right here at locked on bucks